What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis. I am a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, but you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer. On Sundays, we talk about the hard, messy, embarrassing, yet necessary things that we don't often talk about enough with each other as Black women. You know, those things we think we're the only ones experiencing, so we don't share them for fear of being judged just like you would at Sunday brunch with your girls. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You're not alone. We are our sister's keeper in the crowned opulent society. Then on Wednesdays, we'll talk business and goal crushing. I'll help you get the outcomes that you desire in life and business by showing you how to silence self-doubt, tune out the naysayers, Optimize your assets, own your opulence, and market your value. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent, and we're here for you. Let's get to it. You may have grown up hearing something along the lines of, don't bring your work home. Don't take your personal problems to work. We were conditioned to turn into something else at work. You may even hear how you turn your white voice on when you are home and you take a call for work. The truth is you can't really separate life and business. Meaning if you are a perfectionist in your personal life, you will be one in your professional life. If you are a procrastinator at work, you are probably one when it comes to your personal life as well. If you have thick or thin skin, it will show up both at work and at home. Ever have an argument with your partner the night before, a problem with your kid or a financial issue? How much time do you spend thinking about this and trying to address it while you are working? Or have you had a day in which your boss or client pisses you off? Or maybe you nail a presentation or close a deal. Have you noticed how it impacted your mood when you get home? While we may wear different hats from time to time, these hats are just pieces that make up the total sum of us. No matter how hard you try, you can't fully separate them. Still don't believe me? Try this on for size. I spent most of my career doing marketing for some of the world's largest global brands, with most of my time spent doing B2C marketing, which stands for business-to-consumer marketing. Simply, it's the marketing of products or services directly to the consumer. When I switched to B2B marketing or business-to-business marketing, I took some time to research and to get a better understanding of how it was different from B2C. Surprisingly, I found out it's not as different as I thought. In fact, B2B marketing was transitioning into more of a model called H2H, which means human to human, or B2P, business to person marketing. 
All this really means is that businesses realized that while they were selling and marketing products or services to a business, the decision maker in that transaction was an actual person. Sure, the person is operating on behalf of the company they work for. Their goals and objectives are aligned to the businesses, but they're still a person with their own independent thoughts, beliefs, buying and consuming habits. They can't magically take off their biases and be attracted to something totally different just because they started their workday. Understanding this further helped develop my belief and view of managing your life as a business. After all, you are a brand, whether you realize it or not. So why not manage your life like a business would manage a brand? There are many similarities in which our lives mimic businesses, probably more than you think. Here are a few. One of my favorite books is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. In this book, he breaks down the importance of the why and its impact on businesses' success or lack of success when businesses stray away from their why. You may have seen recently Sarah Jakes Roberts talk about this on a live she did regarding her new book, Woman Evolve. Defining your why is one of the first things that I work with my clients on. It's so huge. It's your North Star, your guiding light, so to speak. It's the thing that drives you to put in the extra hours into your business or school when you would rather binge on Netflix. It's the thing that pushes you to work out and choose veggies over the chips for a snack when you want to become healthier or lose weight to fit into that bikini to wear on the beach. Y'all know we are all hungry for some beach action after the Rona. It's the thing that keeps you focused on your goals, even if you have to pause or take a break when life throws a curveball, but it's big enough to propel you to keep moving forward and keep you aligned to your true purpose or goal. In fact, I did a live a while back sharing a breakthrough that I had with one of my clients who was looking for help with creating a routine to manage all her businesses. And what we discovered on this call wasn't that she needed a routine. She needed to define her why. Not having her why was keeping her from figuring out her next step. This is very similar to a business's mission statement, which is very much of what Simon talks about in his book. When you don't know why you are doing what you are doing, it's very easy to get off track and easily swayed by distractions that may take you further from your end goal. Consider working out. You want to lose weight to fit into the bikini for that trip that you're taking. You go hard and work out for five days a week. You eat right. You drink your water. And what do you know? Success. Until you come back from the trip and all those habits went out the window until next year's vacation and you are doing the same thing again. And the cycle continues. Your why didn't carry you past your vacation. If you say your why was to be healthier, stronger, keep going. If you say your why was to be healthier, stronger, keep up with your kids, etc., you are more likely to stay with it. Your why is bigger than a few weeks of diet that will drive you to work out when you don't really feel like it. Say no to that second plate or dessert for the third time this week. Here's another one. Businesses make revenue and normally are looking for ways to increase their revenue. I have yet to hear a business say, we're making too much revenue. 
Likewise, I have yet to hear a person say, stop, my income is too high. I don't want any more. Businesses have revenue and individuals have an income and both have expenses that we're all usually looking for ways to eliminate or reduce the expenses. In addition to revenue and expenses, both have investments. Some of the best companies realize that their employees are part of their best assets. You are your own best asset. Often as women, we minimize or even neglect investing in ourselves. Your education, personal development, hiring a trainer are all investments in yourself in addition to your financial investments, such as stocks, bonds, real estate, and the like. When businesses are looking to expand or go into a new direction, they look to find talent, either internally or externally, that have the needed skill sets to help them get to where they're looking to go. Their boards often have people that also have skills that they need to accomplish various objectives. Equally, Who we allow into our lives, the roles we allow them to fill, can either help push us closer to our goals or pull us further away from them. Don't underestimate the importance of hiring help either. The CEO of a company would never try to do it all on her own. She can't. Yes, she's a she around here. So why do we? After all, we are the CEO of our lives. My cleaning lady is some of the best money I spend. My house gets cleaned while I work or chill, and she gets paid. The same is with my editor. The thought of doing my podcast without one never crossed my mind. It's a skill I would have to learn that I didn't have the time or the desire to. Yes, these are both costs, but after doing my own opportunity cost analysis, for me, it's worth what it costs me for the benefit it gives me. In addition to the employees that businesses have that help them to execute the task needed to accomplish their objectives, they also have various advisors, counsels, etc., seeking guidance in the form of mentors, coaches, or other trained professionals is a huge benefit to you personally, saving you time, money, and energy in the long run. Not to mention You never know how these connections could potentially pay you dividends beyond your wildest dreams in the long run. I am a huge fan of automation. While this is a buzzword in business, let it be a buzzword in the management of your life as well. Where I can find things and people to help me, I leverage them. Where I can run things on autopilot, I do. I believe the key is working smarter, not harder. There is only but so much time in a day. I have a podcast, a business, a relationship, family, friends, and me time that I juggle. To help me, I automate as much as possible and get help. My iRobot and Alexa are some of my favorite gadgets. I was sold on my iRobot one day when I looked at my floors and was not pleased at what I saw, but I had a busy day of conference calls. I set up my iRobot. And when I finished my day, my calls were done and so were my floors. I grocery shopped online before COVID, which saves me time and money buying food that I don't really need and probably won't eat before it spoils. Yes, I am one of those people that throws things away based on the date on the packaging. I mentioned earlier, opportunity costs. 
Successful businesses evaluate and assess their opportunity costs when making key decisions. As individuals, we rarely realize the opportunity costs associated with our own decisions. Every time we say yes to something, we are saying no to something else. It could be something as small as giving up a nap when we say yes to doing something else or something much larger, costing us a dream we had, how we feel about ourselves, and more. There is a gain-loss evaluation to look at and to be intentional when saying yes or no to something in our lives. Just like businesses, I'm sure you have goals for yourself. Do you measure how you are tracking towards accomplishing those goals? If you don't have them, set your own KPIs, key performance indicators to measure your own success. Take time to give yourself a self-evaluation and measure where you are in the various areas of your life. This is so key. To be honest, I thought I was tracking just fine in this season of house arrest as a result of COVID. When I sat down earlier this year to do my own self-evaluation, my scores were low in some key areas of my personal life. This helped me to see some very important things, areas that have been most impacted as a result of being home, my social life, leisure, relationships, etc. they were lower. Prior to giving myself an evaluation, I couldn't figure out why I was feeling the way that I was, why I was moody. This self-evaluation helped me to be intentional on finding ways to get my life back, have fun, and find a better balance than I had the last year being home. I committed to getting my life back in a way that was safe and made me feel comfortable. This led me to the one thing that only one person in this entire world could give me that I needed the most. A flight to Chicago to my mama, whom I had not seen in over a year, the longest time in my entire life that I had gone without seeing her. That was the best hug ever. The same way businesses reward their employees for a job well done, making their numbers, etc. Reward yourself too. You work hard and often take care of others. Take care of you and reward yourself. Make sure your own morale is high. The people around you will thank you. The reality is our life is ours. Merriam-Webster defines CEO as the executive with the chief decision-making authority in an organization or business. The buck truly stops with them. That's why they are normally the first to go when something major happens in a corporation that's bad. In our lives, we hold chief decision-making authority. Everything that happens or doesn't, win or fail, is up to us. Scary, I know, right? But it doesn't have to be so scary, especially when we are intentional about what we are doing. So why not manage your life like a business? like the CEO of your business. After all, your life is your business. Over the next few weeks, I will go deeper into ways to implement this, starting with next week's episode, Be Unapologetically Opulent. I'll leave you with this. Is your business healthy and growing? Is it stagnant, leaving you tired, banging your head against the wall, trying to figure out how to move forward? Or is it failing and on the brink of bankruptcy? I'll see you next week. 
Thank you so much for joining this week's conversation on the Crowned Opulence podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you, made you laugh, or simply helped you to feel like you weren't alone in this thing called adulting. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me, and it helps the show. To continue this conversation, connect with us on the Crowned Opulence IG and Facebook pages. If you would like to have your favorite mimosa featured as part of the Mimosa of the Week, submit your recipe on crownedopulencepodcast.com. And while you're there, tell me what you would like to talk about on upcoming episodes. Ladies, do something this week to polish another queen's crown. You aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only those select few are privileged to enjoy you. See you next week.